0: Welcome, everyone, to The Enthusiast Life, brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Thursday, February 25th, 2021, and oh my goodness, we have some exciting things to talk about today. Most definitely. We had a lot of... Disney Plus news coming out regarding some series, as well as series on another service we're going to be talking about as well. Uh, But before we get going, as always, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can email the show at TheEnthusedLife at gmail.com. Don't forget tomorrow is, of course, WandaVision Friday. We will be breaking down the latest episode first thing in the morning tomorrow after I do watch that first episode. But I do got to point this out. Next week. Which is the finale for Wandy Wandavision? division for Wandavision. Um, we have actually decided. My wife, her, her birthday is coming up here in just a couple weeks. Uh, we are taking an impromptu trip to Disney World next weekend. We're just going to Magic Kingdom Friday. We're actually going to we'll be there Friday uh, afternoon because we're leaving uh, actually late Thursday night, driving about halfway, and then going the rest of the way on Friday. Um, We are going to be there on Friday. So that means I'm not actually going to see WandaVision until later Friday night. So here's the plan. Next Friday, I will be dropping uh, the latest patron episode. It's going to fill that gap. Uh, So you will get an episode next Friday, a nice little beefy patron episode. This one is about two hours long, so it's great. Uh, And then Friday night, we'll watch WandaVision. I'll record an episode via uh, Anchor on my phone. And we'll get that dropped to you guys on Saturday, depending on how that goes. Because I'm not sure if you can actually—I'm um, pretty sure I can record like a, a longer episode. Because I want to make sure it's at least you know a good probably 20, 30, 30 minute or minutes long, like I normally do. Um, I'll uh, get that to you guys out on Saturday, so it'll be Wandavision Saturday uh, for that show. But I just want to give you the heads up now, just so you know, uh, next week. And of course, I know it's it's the finale, but just the timing of everything in terms of days off from work for both her and I. And uh, like I said, it, it's going kind to of be a, a birthday planned trip uh, to go there for her birthday. So, uh, And of course, then we'll be able to talk a bunch of Disney World, right? I'll be, I'm going here in, in the pandemic, so we'll be able to talk about that then that following Monday. Um, and uh, that week's guest spot, who I'm not going to announce who it is yet, uh, I'll probably put out on Sunday. So it'll be guest spot Sunday uh, for there. So uh, let's jump into the stuff here, guys, because there's lots of exciting things to talk about. And I before we get to the exciting stuff, I got a bit of a downer here, and this one uh, pretty much bummed me out when we got this news. So if you remember about a week or so ago, uh, actually two weeks ago, I think, we talked about BioWare and EA assessing um, basically their future plans for Anthem. And if you remember, Anthem was kind of that really hyped up kind of looter shooter game that was in the vein of Destiny and The Division um, that debuted a couple years ago uh, at an E3. They showed this just incredible trailer that blew everybody away. And it was a game where you could pick one of four classes. Your characters could all fly through this just gorgeous open world. And the game launched and was super fun. The minute-to-minute gameplay of Anthem to me still is just a blast. Um, It really was the first game to show that, hey, you could make an Iron Man game and have it incredible. And that's where even Marvel's Avengers, why I gravitated immediately to Iron Man. Because I loved that gameplay of Anthem. And just if you play Iron Man in Marvel's Avengers... That's basically Anthem in a nutshell, again, in that minute to minute gameplay. But the problem the game had was the kind of replayable loop, you know, trying to be a live service game, but not really offering much in the live service department was kind of its issue. Um, Well, they have gone in and uh, about a year ago, they said they were going to basically retool the whole game and they were calling it Anthem Next. And uh, we received word yesterday that they just decided, you know what, it's not worth us. Pushing forward with it, you know, because in the end, whatever they were going to create, chances are they probably really couldn't charge for it. I mean, of course they could, and and knowing EA, they probably would. But for the player base, everyone, I think, was expecting for it to be free. And, you know, for EA to dump all these resources into this game for what was essentially going to be maybe a free update. And then, you know, look at the cost of spending money on that. And then you look at the projects they have coming up of a Dragon Age, of the new Mass Effect. Why not just take those folks and put them over there, especially on Dragon Age and, and Mass Effect? They're very known IPs with rabid fan bases. And just say, you know what? We we <laughs> kind of washing our hands of Anthem and moving on. Um, you know, it's understandable, I think. It to me, it is disappointing. I wish we did get to see what Anthem could have been. Hell, I wish at some point we at least get really a true vision of what Anthem next was gonna be. I know they they've been pretty open on um, their blog, on the Bioware blog, about things that they were planning. I mean, they even were showing like some UI pictures and things like that. Um, but I would love to really know what could have been in that game. Or maybe I don't want to know because it would probably make me even sadder to <laughs> to know that. Uh, but here's, here's kind of what uh, – this is Bioware executive producer Christian Daly. Here's what he had to say. He said, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem next. We will, however, continue to keep Anthem live service running as it exists today. I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work. And for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware, and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences of my life. He says game development is hard. Decisions decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we will need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to prove quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. So it makes sense, right? I mean, if if Anthem Next came out and kind of, let's say, either bombed or even just in general bringing it out brings back all those feelings of people thinking about Anthem number one failing and just kind of that whole debacle of it coming out. But then it even could bring up the Mass Effect Andromeda thoughts of even that failing. So Bioware, they need a hit. And, you know, you look at just them literally just announcing, hey, we're putting out kind of this little remaster of Mass Effect trilogy. You know, hopefully you guys like it. And people lost their minds and are all super excited. That's literally all it took. So why not? Just double down on that. Make sure that next Mass Effect is as good as you need it to be. Uh, and same thing with the next Dragon Age. Like that, it just makes sense. It sucks. Believe me. I wish we could go. I mean, it had me um, to the point where I think I am going to fire a panthem uh, on the Series X. Actually, I haven't played it. I don't know, uh, you know, what updates are there, but I'm sure it loads a lot faster because that was one of the big problems with that game. It had some issues loading, um, but um, yeah, we'll see. So that's it for video game news. Uh, let's shift gears over to some Disney news. Uh, this all came from, uh, I guess there was the Tele- Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour uh, was yesterday. So that's where kind of all this like Disney Plus info started dropping. And we got the Star Wars The Bad Batch release date. It's going to be set for May 4th, of course. May the 4th be with you, uh, which hopefully we can get back to some 501st events because we always would do things uh, on uh, on May the 4th. Uh, but yeah, so The Bad Batch, this is of course the new animated series Uh, is coming on May 4th. Now that is actually launching on a a Tuesday. Um, So, you know, we were doing WandaVision Fridays, Mandalorian Fridays. We may be doing Bad Batch Tuesdays, uh, but I do plan, of course, we will be uh, doing those episodes as they release. I will be breaking them down here on the podcast. So definitely look out for that. Uh, But this is cool. The Bad Batch actually were the first story arc of the new Clone Wars that had launched. Uh, Basically like a a ragtag group of troopers who each kind of have their own... Unique personalities. Uh, They were formerly known as Clone Force 99 Squad. And uh, you can go check them out in uh, Season 7 of The Clone Wars and see them there. But they got their own spinoff now. And uh, it says uh, it's going to basically take place after the war, of course. Uh, It says the Bad Batch follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch as they find their way through a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. Members of the Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary or who vary genetically from their brothers brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular, exceptional skill that makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. So, uh, looking forward to that, man. You know, just more Star Wars. Give me more Star Wars. I will take any and all Star Wars. Now, what's interesting about that is that's going to be shortly after um, Falcon Winter Soldier ends. So that's going to end. I think we got like a week or two. We're going to get into the Bad Batch. And then we got a week or two there. And then we're getting the launch of Loki coming on June 11th. That's right. We got the official release date for that, of course, featuring Tom Hiddleston, bringing back his character of Loki. Uh, last time we saw Loki, of course, was in Endgame when he stole the Cosmic Cube. And uh, God knows where that's going to go. They did put out a trailer, of course, um, at that big Disney Plus event uh, that showed him almost time hopping. So I I'm really interested to see where that's gonna go like what is he he's jumping clearly through some through the multiverse through timelines and uh you know making all kinds of changes um, it looks like it's gonna be pretty neat a pretty fun series I, you know that's a series that I don't really know where it'll end up going though you know like seeing seeing Loki jump through all these different multiverses and timelines looks like it could be exciting and something that'll keep you entertained every single week but there's got to be a point to it right and what is Loki's plan. That's my question. Like, is that something we could see maybe play out in, um, Thor love and thunder maybe somehow, because, you know, Loki obviously has ties to Thor. Um, you know, I don't know. And then, you know, just the idea of, you know, Thor traveling with the guardians. Could we maybe see Loki show up in the guardians maybe? Um, I don't know. going to be interesting, but either way, can't wait for it. I know even Owen Wilson's in this show too, which is kind of neat. Uh, you know, having them there, him there, I think is going to be, Uh, pretty cool. So uh, yeah, June 11th. So I love it, man. Like we're just getting this constant train. I mean, we're getting Falcon Winter Soldier. I figured Loki would be right after that, but nope. We hit Star Wars Bad Batch. Then we go into Loki. Then what's next? I don't know. Maybe we get a Marvel What If? Maybe what might be after that possibly? Uh, We'll have to wait and see. Now, speaking of some more Marvel news, uh, we mentioned yesterday how Tom Holland and crew were teasing all these different uh, titles for Spider-Man 3. Well, now we officially have the title, Keeping With Home, of course, in the name. It is Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And they put out a neat little teaser. It's kind of funny. They walk out of uh, the producer's office or the director's office, and they're kind of walking down. And he's like, man, I can't believe you know he won't tell us. He won't let us know. And uh, the three of them are like, well, because you'll spoil it. He's like, I never spoiled it. And they're like, well, you spoiled it for the last one. And they walk by a um, dry erase board, And there it is, Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, when you look at that dry erase board, couple things, I mean, there are some funny issues here. They have just a bunch of little Easter eggs to other movies, um, and basically all these titles that they didn't use crossed out for various reasons. Like it says, you know, we already did this, or copyright issues, or, you know, Aunt May says no. But around there, there's a lot of little DNA hexes within there. It looks like I'm in, like, organic chemistry class, um, but a lot of people pointing to that, thinking, okay, well, if there's a lot of hexes there, the hexes are kind of bringing that reality, that multiverse. Is this somehow tying into WandaVision? And, you know, just the idea of we've heard rumors of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, which Tom Holland himself is saying no in debunking. But, of course, take that for what it is because it's Tom Holland telling us they're not going to be in the movie. And, and I'm sure if he spoiled that, they would just... <laughs> throw them out. Um, I don't know, just interesting, kind of interesting. A lot of people kind of dig it into that, thinking that they that may be a, uh, a sign of things to come. Now, if you look at the title, No Way Home, I mean, a couple things you could think of. Number one, he gets caught in the multiverse, right, or spider-verse, I guess, in this case. Um, we could have that, right, and he just can't get home. Another way that I've kind of heard a lot of people thinking is, if you remember the end of uh, Far From Home, of course, his Identity Is Revealed, and they know he's Peter Parker. So there's no way, you just take it as there's no way for him to go home because he's Peter. They know he's Peter. They know Spider-Man is Peter. He'll never be safe. Aunt may will never be safe. He just can't go home. There's no way to go home. Um, so I, you could take that title either way. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm hoping it's multiverse, Spider-Verse way because then that would be super exciting. Um. But, you know, the other way I think would be interesting as well because, you know, there are Spider-Man stories where his identity gets revealed and just that whole, um, dynamic of him being Spider-Man and not really having a place to call his own and, you know, always his family being in danger because the minute they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man, of course, they know Aunt May, you know, and, and everybody at school knows it's him and they know his family and his friends and, um... It's, I think it's just going to be really neat you know, if, if they go that route. And honestly, I think that's probably what they're going to be doing. So, uh, But it's set to come out this Christmas, the uh, holiday season, which is awesome. So we're going to get a holiday Spider-Man movie, which I don't know if we know yet if it actually takes place during Christmas. Um, but either way, super excited. I, I love getting those movies. Like That's why I loved about Star Wars, getting those movies drop around the holidays. It was always um, just awesome to be able to go to the movies kind of around that time. Just the excitement around the movie and the holidays. It's always just fun uh, to do that. Uh, and finally, today, we did get some news about the Halo TV series. I haven't heard about this in a while. That um, Remember, it was originally coming to Showtime. Showtime had ordered 10 episodes. And supposedly, pre-COVID, uh, about 55 to 60% of the first season had already been shot uh, before they uh, kind of had shut down production due to the, the virus. Um, but I believe they are back up and running. And it's been announced now that the show is actually switching from Showtime to to Paramount, it's going to be on Paramount Plus, which is kind of the new CBS All Access uh, rebrand. Which, if you watch the Super Bowl, you saw countless commercials for Paramount Plus. Um, it's essentially CBS All Access being rebranded, uh, but now, of course, they're doubling down. You know, the CBS All Access obviously has the Star Trek shows, and they have some exclusive shows. I even think the Twilight Zone was on there. Um, but now they're bringing Halo. So <laughs> I got to say, at least during the Halos run, Halo shows run. I'll be a subscriber. I mean, I had no interest in getting Paramount Plus, but obviously this is going to push my hand, force my hand to um, get in and and do it uh, for that. Uh, But I'm excited for that show. I can't wait to see what they do. I mean, Halo obviously is near and dear to my heart as a gamer. um, It is uh, just a series that I absolutely love. I mean, even Guardian Radio came out of my love for Halo um, and just what Bungie had done previously with with that series. Um, so I can't wait to see it. It's I have a feeling it's just going to be an action-packed, epic, sci-fi show. And I'm really wondering kind of where they're going to carry... You know, there is a Master Chief, right? There's a character in there named Master Chief. Um, my question is, like, do they need... To go down that route, like you know, do we need to have the story of Master Chief? As much as I want it, believe me, you know, I want to see that and and kind of see that on the big screen. Um, They could have went anywhere, you know, just just the the story of the Spartans, which I guess they did that right with the old um, HBO. uh, What was that a movie? I guess that had come out uh, before those games had released. Um, But uh, yeah, maybe 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 not. Maybe we need the Master Chief. You know, the more I think about it, yeah, maybe we do need the Master Chief. He he's the one um, that we we gotta see, right? We gotta have him up on the big screen, but. Um, or, well, little screen, I guess in this case, uh, but all right, well, let's wrap it up there guys. That's it for me today. You know, I'm super excited tonight, actually. And, and I'll probably talk about this uh, next week on one of the shows. We are doing a Marvel champions game night, uh, Neelius and Matt Clark from, uh, the discord. We're getting together through discord tonight, uh, discord video and playing Marvel champions via discord. Uh, we're each going to grab a hero. I think Nelius is going to run. I think we're going to fight Ultron. Uh, he's going to run Ultron, and we're going to see how it goes. It's uh, something that I think is going to be just just fun and kind of, you know, to see if it's possible to do it. We've, we've looked online, and it seems like, you know, there are people that do this. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to just get out there and, uh, you know, try and see if we can do Marvel Champions this way. Because we've all been playing like crazy. Um, you know, just kind of over this last week or so and uh, texting about it back and forth through Discord. So I'm excited to kind of actually get down with some other folks and play with it. And of course, you know, playing through Discord, it's kind of neat. Um, And uh, of course, don't forget, big thanks to GamerGoo. GamerGoo, big supporter here of the show, continuing their support. Go to GamerGoo.com. You can get all the information over there you need. They are that anti-perspirant for your hands. So if you've got sweaty controller hands as you're playing your video games, GamerGoo has you covered. And uh, while you're over there, be sure to use my promo code T E L. You can save yourself 10% off your order today. Again, that's GamerGoo.com. Use my promo code TELTEL and save yourself 10% off your order today. You can find that link down in the show notes. And again, don't forget tomorrow, WandaVision Friday. Supposedly, these last two episodes are about an hour long each. So, uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess, you know, I think we were all expecting that maybe last week, but we'll see if we get it tomorrow. So until then, everybody have a great rest of your day and until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.